weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. circling around it or, or at least it's circling in my ethos this toxicity this societal toxicity I watch this from a point of view I'm referring to right now Amber Heard uh, Johnny Depp uh, I don't know when this episode is going to get uploaded so I don't know you know if the court case is over or what have you but as I record this show it, it just keeps coming back around. So it's something that I really did want to touch on. This toxic femininity that you're seeing. I mean, Will Smith at the Oscars being urged on by Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, Amber Heard essentially ruining or, or, or well, definitely defaming uh, Johnny Depp. And I look at this and... and, and, and from a third dimensional standpoint, it's so peculiar, uh, toxic femininity, because for so long, we're not allowed to discuss it. We're not allowed to talk about this. How, you know, when it was toxic masculinity that was going around, it was, you know, there was these moments in the me too era where it was believe every woman. And it's so weird to, to say that, to just, you know, to do that. And even before this man versus woman, toxic masculinity, femininity business rose up, you know, we had court of public appeals back in the day where if you did something and you were found guilty, then people could say whatever they want. But now people have the ability to point the finger, which makes a lot of people that are contemplating stepping into some sort of public figure, some sort of office or some sort of place where the world sees you. Like if you're going to put yourself out there in any way, shape or form now in the back of your mind is this, what if somebody wants to dig up my past? What if this, what if that? Or, uh, you know, anything along those lines. It's it's this whole, there's no more public, there's no more true court. It's just point, fire, ostracized. Now, to take the stance on public, or public, toxic femininity is funny. Uh, it's To me, it's just as funny as toxic masculinity. Because the truth is, it's the lack of masculinity that is toxic. A true masculine male will protect himself and his family and anyone who stands near him. Um, a male who is a coward will do the opposite, will attempt to hurt and shame and maim and take from people to boost himself. These are the actions of a coward. A masculine male has nothing to prove and simply acts for the sake of acting. So toxic femininity to me would have to be the same thing. It would have to be the lack of femininity that would create the toxic environment. In what world do you want your loved ones to hate? 
And what world do you want to hate? <laughs> Currently this world. You know, we watch so much shows without even realizing that we're being hypnotized and that we're being programmed. And it comes down to, we think that it's real. We think that, that art imitates life. But the truth of the matter is the art that we're watching on television, art, quote unquote, with fingers, it's programming you. You're seeing things that are like, this is, this is how it's supposed to be. There's supposed to be strife and conflict and I'm supposed to be upset and miserable and I'm not doing it right if I'm not feeling high anxiety or high tension, which is all very third dimensional, which is all coming from scarcity. And I know what you're going to say. How can Amber Heard and Johnny Depp talk about scarcity? They've got money, right? That's again, programming for us to think that having money is all of the answers. It absolutely is not. You can have all the money in the world. And you just have different problems. Right. But because we don't get to that point too often, we're like, we're, we're too busy struggling for money. And we're also bred to believe that, you know, every single thing leads back to money, which is also another deception that, you know, you sort of come across eventually later, but you'll hear it in conspiracies, you know, follow the money. This is where it's going. See what they're doing based on who's making the most profit. And if you do that, you're not going to get any congruent answers. You're just going to get more bullshit. So there's something else going on that isn't money. I'll just say that there's another purpose behind what's going on. And it has to do with power and energy and essence and vibration. Control. Right down to the stuff. Like we're looking at this. Why is the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case on TV, but the Ghislaine Maxwell case never made it. We didn't get to see this stuff. She was acute or she was convicted of child sex trafficking. She was actually convicted of it. And it got swept under the rug. But to be convicted of something means that they have proof that you trafficked two people. They have proof, solid proof, rock solid proof. You've been found guilty. But where are those people? How come none of those people have been held accountable, the people that bought the children? It's out there. It's out there for you to see and look at and notice. Right. So what's what's driving this? Why do we get to, why do we have to watch this Amber Heard? I mean, it's funny. The memes, don't get me wrong. Man, the memes have been priceless. I've loved this. I've loved them. They're funny. Good. You know, we're taking a stance on something and we're raising awareness and we're becoming aware of something. But why is this the case? Why is this the trial? What, you know, you can say to yourself, what's the distraction? Well, the truth is there are no distractions. From my perspective, we see things or I see things and everybody's like, this is the distraction. You know, what's really going on behind the scenes? Well, anything that could really be going on behind the scenes is also part of the illusion in which we're playing. So anything that you're actually observing and watching and looking at right now is the thing that's going to make you change the most. However you want to look at that. Now, if we go back to toxic masculinity, um, I can certainly state that I was that man. I, in my younger years, was motivated by money and, and, and power and respect, and I demanded it, but I never earned it. I just demanded it. Like, for what? Like, what am I doing? I mean, you know, looking back on it, like, what are you doing? Why are you a piece of shit? Why are you so entitled? I'm talking to myself here, ladies and gentlemen, not you. But if you can relate, you can relate. And I asked these questions to myself and I, and I sort of said, you know, this is the toxic masculinity that they're all talking about. But it really wasn't because that was, again, like I said, lack of masculinity. I was insecure. I was operating from scarcity. I felt personally attacked when things didn't go my way. I took things personal. Right? You, when you realize that nobody's 
actually out to do anything to you. That they're all just demonstrating who they are as a character and allowing you to say, I see who you are now and I don't want to associate with you. Instead, we take it personally because this is how we're trained. This is how we're taught without even realizing it. This is just the way it's always been. So for me, being the toxic masculine entity, the, the chauvinist, the, you know, the rude person, and there was a lot of oblivion in there too. I mean, there was stuff that I was rude to, but also stuff that I never had to think about. And then eventually you do, and you're like, oh, maybe that was disrespectful. You know, like the Me Too movement, for example, it, 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 it was aggressive. It, it was crazy. But I know a lot of men who reflected on the scenario and said, wow, you know, it's not so much that I've been disrespectful just to women in this environment. I've been disrespectful to everybody. And then another self-realization comes. I've been disrespectful to myself. And when you realize that you're disrespectful to yourself on that sense, then again, everything that you're doing outwardly is just a reflection of how you feel about you. And now we're into toxic femininity. They're rolling through toxic femininity, which again is just a lack of femininity. All pure femininity is beautiful. All pure masculinity is just all powering. It's all beautiful. The lack of the thing that they've taken from us through media, music. I mean, how many of us grew up, you know, with gangster rap or whatever, and it's all bitches and hoes, you know? We were taught not to respect women. We were literally taught it, you know? Uh, the movies that you watched growing up, without even realizing it, you know, the, the, the American Pie was one of the biggest movies in the, in the 90s. And the whole punchline of that movie was they got this foreign exchange student naked on camera and everybody watched. And because she was naked on camera, she lost her scholarship and had to go back to the country, but she forgave everybody because whatever. Like that's a sex crime now, <laughs> obviously. And if you think about it, it was terrible back then. But this was what the media, this is what, this is what the media was putting out, Hollywood. And this very same media is now ostracizing every single person for being toxic after making them toxic. And then stating that, you know, you have the right to, to think and do whatever you want, but also not telling you that they've been brainwashing you since the dawn of birth, right? So we're in this conundrum where we're supposed to feel bad about ourselves. And if you actually take a full step back and look at it all, say, this is a cycle that they've put us in. This is a cycle of negativity, self, self-negative talk, self-hate, self-everything. Like you're, you're, you're put in this, this self-loathing cycle. And because you feel the way you feel about yourself, how you act outwardly, again, is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. And then all of these things. So they're going to say, you're responsible for your actions, but we made you think this a certain way. And it's true. You are responsible for your actions. And your actions will dictate where you go and what you do in life and what you wake up to. It's how you grow, right? This, is, this, this falls back to um, how many times have you heard the statement? A leopard never changes its own spots. Well, you're not a leopard and you're here specifically to change your spots. You're toxic, right? Based on where you are and what you're doing. You, the listener, I'm calling you out. You're toxic. Not to everybody, but certainly to some people. Just like not everybody's toxic to everybody. And certain elements aren't toxic with other elements. But if you mix specific elements together, you get explosions. So maybe Amber Heard's a great person and maybe Johnny Depp's a great guy, but collectively they were brutal. They were both falling apart inside, which attracted them to each other because they, they're my broken matches your broken kind of thing. But then the brokens fought each other and became toxic together. I'm sure Johnny Depp's a great guy, but I'm sure he's also half guilty of what's going on. 
I'm sure Amber Heard's a great person, but she also shit on his bed. <laughs> right? And I don't care kind of who and what you are, but if, you, if you're the kind of person that wants to shit on somebody's bed, you've got issues. That's cool. We've all got issues. Right? Some of us shit on beds during breakups. It's all right. It's what you do. But then to play the victim is a bit different. And then what she did afterwards was accuse him of this, that, and the other thing and make him seem like the bad guy she was accused of. Like she even punched herself in the face. All the stuff is documented and she just tried to bring him down. But that again is, is how you choose to feel about yourself. She's operating out of scarcity. When you switch that up and you do have the ability to operate out of abundance for yourself, there's a lot of relationships that just go out the window. So I'm not pointing the finger at Amber Heard or at Johnny Depp or at the guy that was sitting in the plane that got Mike Tyson so angry, he punched him out. Mike Tyson's punch out airplane style. That meme is funny. I'm, I might make that meme the, the meme of the show, even though by the time this airs, it'll be played out. Still funny though. Mike Tyson on the plane be like accountability is a big one because when you decide that you want to take ownership of what's going on, inside your life, you move, you move on from, again, certain things, certain scenarios, certain, certain relationships, certain situations. You comprehend that in this relationship, you were the toxic one, but only because of who they were, but also because of things that you never addressed in yourself. And when you face full on toxicity, who you were, the things you don't like about you, you get an opportunity to change them. And that's really cool. So even though you may have been a piece of shit to somebody five, 10 years ago, and you're completely not the same person now yet, we're, we tend to hold ourselves accountable to that. We tend to, we tend to relive certain scenarios in our mind and we beat ourselves up when the truth is everything that we've ever done for the most part needed to be done for us to understand a lesson and quite possibly karmically for them to understand something too. If you did something good or bad for somebody or if somebody did something bad or good for you, a lesson is learned across all paths in this sense, in this scenario. So instead of trying to point the finger, and I'm not talking about you guys. I'm just talking about the society. Like I look at this stuff and society is just literally trying to point the finger. Amber Heard's a terrible person. Johnny Depp's a terrible person. You're a terrible person. You can't change your spots. Everything's negative. Right? It's not true. Coming out of this and coming into abundance and understanding that you're able to do whatever it is you want to do whenever you want to do it, as long as you operate properly and purely and for yourself and out of abundance, anything can be created. Anything can be created. You know, proof of that is we've created everything right now. We have an un, we have untapped, unlimited resources as a creator. And the funny thing with those resources before we got here, or even however you want to look at it, the funny thing about having unlimited potential and unlimited abundance in the overall picture, we took all that and we created scarcity with it. And then we ourselves, the individual listening to this podcast, you, 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 I'm talking to you. You're going to say things, especially if you're conspiracy minded, you're going to say, look what they're doing, right? But they need to exist for you to have an experience, for you to have the human experience. They need to exist. Think about a video game, right? If you went, if you went ahead and put on Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter 2 or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I want to play this game. Get me a Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Oh, you can. Hey, do this stuff, right? So you turn it on, you put your quarter in or whatever you flick your xbox on now you start the game up you pick your character and you go right into the game round one 
Fight. It's just you standing on the screen. <laughs> Nobody else there. Without an opponent, it's hard to play the game. But because you chose to play the game, you also chose your opponent. You chose to have an opponent. And that's kind of where we are right now. So yeah, you and I have the ability to, unless Johnny Depp himself is listening to this show, which he probably is, to be honest with you. He's a good guy. I'm kidding. That was facetiousness. We can all have a laugh. Har har. But maybe I'm not. Maybe he is listening. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. Hey, if you're listening, Johnny Depp, hope you enjoy the show. It's the opponents that you have. It's the desire that you have to play the game, to overcome the game. You can't play a game and constantly beat an opponent and enjoy the game. And you can't play a game and constantly be beaten by an opponent and enjoy the game. The best game that you could possibly play is with an opponent that is of the same volition of you and the two of you can grow and work together, what have you, and through adversity and controversy become better at the game that you're playing, which is legitimately what's happening right now with life. We look around and say, because of them, because of them, I'm this, because of this, because of that, I'm this. So all these negative things that we see out there, we're like, I have to adapt adapt and adjust. Those are all the things that have made you a better version of you. The things that you've had to overcome. And the good times that we have, the best of the best times that we have, the good times, right? they're never good because at that time, we're our own opponent. You know, you say something like if you set yourself a goal and be like, oh yeah, I wanted to get 10 of these ah, and you hit your goal, you surpass your goal. You get 11 of them. The first thing you're going to think of to yourself is shit. I could have got 12. So immediately you beat yourself up. So is there pride in winning? Is there pride in losing? Is there pride in anything? No, you made a choice at some point to play a game and you're currently playing the game. You are the version of you that is you and everything that isn't you is also you, but it's the other side It's the yin to your yang. It's the thing that you're here playing. Imagine playing a game where it's just you and nothing else. Not even ground. Right? And that's the thing. People are like, well, you know, shit that we take for granted. Like rocks. Like terra firma. Solid ground. If you played a game that didn't have solid ground, and it's just you, now you're just floating in space. (laughs) You're just sitting there floating. Right, You need something. There needs to be something in this whole scenario as contrast. So is toxic femininity a thing? Maybe. If you want it to be. Is toxic masculinity a thing? That's good for marketing. But the truth of the matter is every single person that you're with is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. Therefore, if you're having issues with somebody, it's you. You're the piece of shit. You're the toxic one. And that's something that nobody wants to hear. But it's you. The minute you decide to adapt or change how you're going to approach this person, or if they're too far gone, quote unquote, if you've gone too far with this guaranteed relationship situation that you're in, you back out, right? We have these choices. We have everything everywhere. But then what we do is we tell ourselves a story as to why we can or can't do this, or we create this fabrication inside our mind as to who does what and where and all these things that we're supposed to do in the future. And if I does this, then she does that, blah, 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 blah. All of that stuff is very important, by the way, even though it's annoying as shit. Because those are the things that help you overcome what you're supposed to overcome. So as much as we don't want the pain, the pain is the only thing that we've got. Because inside the pain lies the answer. And the pain is why we're here. And even in the joy, the joy causes pain. Because once you achieve the joy, you're like, I could have had more. Boom. I mean, there's an entire 
industry called gambling based on the fact that every single person that is gambling wants to have just a dollar more and they're willing to blow it all. So it ain't just you. It's all of society trained a certain way. I'm just talking Western society. You're trained. And the thing is, we think that we're originals, but we're not. We're trained. We fall into this trap. We've been hypnotized since the day that we were born. And that's the truth. And But you can break that. You can break out of that. Third to fifth dimensional speak, thought. You start seeing things, asking questions, becoming a bigger, better, stronger, faster, more predominant version of yourself. But you can only get there through growth. And you can only grow through experience. And quite often, it is the experience that we have that others point the finger at. But only do they point the finger so that we can observe them pointing the finger and then think to ourselves and reflect upon how they have pointed at us, knowing full well that they are also us and we need them to point so that we can reflect. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.